Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Check, check, check. One, two. One to the two. One to the two. Two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty. What's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. That was from Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. It's from my father. When he tells him, you know selling waste of space, I swear to God you're worthless. You were speaking into a microphone that was not plugged in, which is going to be very mad. Can I I tell you? Oh, 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 it's newest stuff. It's nearest stuff. Okay, we'll let you guys know right now. So normally we're in Chuck's studio and we try to clean up after ourselves. Matt just touched his bag, however. But with my jacket, I didn't touch with my hands. CDC Chuck is not going to be happy with you. I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, he's (laughs) pandemic Chuck. What is it? Calamity Jane? It's pandemic Chuck. Or we need a different name. Because I feel like that kind of kind of paints the picture of, of what we what we deal with. I don't know, but you have not hit the sponsors, and they are going to be mad at you. Matt, we have sponsors. I'm proud of you guys. Who are the sponsors? Norman's Electronics. Love Norman. Who will take care of all your vintage audio and video equipment. And here's the cool part. So those old pornos you have on VHS, Matt? I can transfer those right over. They can make go. them work. The tracking ruins the fun, though. <laughs> but we now have a handoff going on. Whoa. Glad you said handoff. <laughs> we have a hand job going on. It's, it's funny that y'all look around like, like, did he? Is that happening? Well, you do throw words together sometimes. It's mm. happened in the past. Hard ice vodka oh, freezies. <laughs> now, hands off. Hands off. To responsibly vodka. Yes, As we get into do. football season, with football season getting going tonight in the NFL, we're now going to be going to our next vodka product. So, thank you to Hard Ice. We'll see you in the spring again. But for the fall and winter, Responsibly Vodka. So thank you to Responsibly Vodka. Little, Drink responsibly. I'm a little turned off by the tagline, Drink Responsibly. I think it's don't very me, well thought out. this? Don't tell me how to drink First Responsibly all, Vodka. But that line is for you specifically. <laughs> but don't tell me how to drink. But I always think there's a legal E in there that, that protects them from people like you. But right now what we're going on with in America with masks or not masks, personal freedoms. If I want to drink irresponsibly, I should be allowed to drink irresponsibly. Los, mm. your thoughts. Uh, I don't drink responsibly very often, so uh, when I'm out, I do. When I'm at home, I don't. You don't have to. No, because I know that it's it's a short walk from that basement to that bedroom, and I'm like, okay, listen, I might see a little double, but I'm not getting a car. Plus, you've told us many times your wife knows to stay away from you because daddy, if daddy's having a couple of uh, I'm in the ba- drinkies, yeah. right. if I'm in the basement, I'm like, stay away from me. Yeah, daddy's on his own. This is my time. Right. You had your time. Big daddy. That's right. Or do you feel weird now that you're on a podcast in which, like, you know Hoyt curses a lot? I just think the cursing thing is, like, an easy thing. I didn't curse. It was a sexual innuendo based yeah. off of handoff. Okay, but you said H.J. Hand yeah. job. Like, we, we all got the joke. You didn't need to, like, I know, throw it in somebody's face. Sometimes he's very explicit. It's fine, but, like, if the joke is there, the joke is there. To be fair, if they're listening to this podcast, they're not very bright as it is, so you, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to spell it out for Touché. them. Touche. I have a question for you, Matt. Yeah. Being that we do have the start of NFL football tonight. Mm-hmm. Woo! Do you think that your sports pants are going to have an explosion in oh. that kickoff? Because I think mine will, too. There's a chance I have to change a couple of times. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm so embracing tonight. I'm so looking forward to it. We, we got our prize pick. Oh, are they not on the podcast? No. Prize pick. But it's oh. okay. They're part of the family. So we got that in tonight. <laughs> 
I think I might have a couple of side waves going on. Does this oh, wow. feel real to you, by the way, that NFL is starting? Because as much as we bitch about preseason, mm-hmm. it hasn't felt real. No, because we have no ramp up, right? We Even if you don't watch preseason games, you'll watch like a, uh, some highlights or a minute of your team's first team offense, and it'll just give you just a little bit of a, a like a, a peek into what's going to happen. We don't have any of that. I think once we get rolling tonight, it's like baseball. I got used to it quick being back and the NBA. I think it'll be that way too. But there's a certain buildup to seeing Christmas trees all around and Christmas right. lights that you know Christmas is coming. All of a sudden, just Christmas in May. That, that's what we're going through right now. It feels because I didn't, I don't have a, a conclusion in the NBA season yet. Mm-hmm. It's still going. I was suddenly thrust into the middle of a, of a pennant race in baseball. So that was different. Mm hmm. And now I'm getting football without the five-week, four-week ramp-up of, of praying every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, please don't get hurt. Oh, no doubt. That, that was every single preseason game to now have this football. And for anybody, you'll know who the Ebenezer Scrooges are when they're like, it didn't look like really good football. I'm like, I don't care. Do it's not fun. care. It's here. Here's what I would add, to: By about 4 o'clock on Sunday when you've gone through that first wave of 1 o'clock games, that 1 o'clock window and you're watching the red zone or flipping back with the Falcons— then you get the national game, which will be the Bucks and the and the Saints. Oh, Brady. Once we get there, I think you're just gonna settle in and be like, okay, I got Cowboys and Rams tonight and two more games tomorrow. I, I don't I don't get the sense that people are gonna there will be always people complain, but I think the majority are just gonna be thrilled and loving that it it's back. I get Miami football tonight, and whatever it is, it, it still looks like ACC football, yeah. so I'm taking that to go along with there'll be a little bit of a, a game four in the NBA. I'll watch a little bit of that. And then I get NFL this evening. And so it, it's the closest thing I'm going to get to the 1 o'clock Falcons, 425 Bucks Saints, 825 uh, Cowboys and Rams. So we've had this talk in our neighborhood. Um, because <laughs> Keys and fishbowls. No, but because usually, and your neighborhoods are like mine, where we're on a Saturday morning, everybody's going a different direction. Somebody's going up to Clemson, somebody's going to Athens, somebody's going somewhere else. And then they're not back usually until mid-afternoon Sunday. So we've had big talks about every Saturday and Sunday. We're going to like get a bunch of people together. The big TV. Big TV or the big screen and just watch games and like have our tailgate version at home and just settle it that way. I think there's going to be a ton of neighborhoods doing this. It's weird how we've moved into, I'm not cool socially hanging out with people I don't know, but your little neighborhood bubble. Our bubble. You're yeah. cool with your bubble. Yes. You've all got your oh, bubble yeah. going on and you're cool hanging out with them. Well, Realistically, we're the only threat. Well, no, and your kids are hanging out with the other kids at school as well, like those kids. Right, but when I say we're the only threat, the rest of my neighborhood all works from home. I'm the only one who's going to an office and coming back, and so it's my responsibility to not then go hit the bars. And and that's the thing. I I trust these people to be in my house or on the cul-de-sac or in the street more so because I know how I'm acting, and I know they're the ones who have to stay at home anyway. With NFL back... Are you giving up on your side piece? Oh, uh, UFC? You knew exactly what I was talking no, about. No, no. Well, you shouldn't have to. It's late Saturday night. Not I, at all. There's, oh, there's no. a fight Saturday. Yeah. There's oh, a no. fight Saturday. Let me just tell you this one. The fight on this past Saturday where Alistair Overeem, he made a guy look like hamburger. Is that the a first real two round, Yes. <laughs> he made a guy look Russian? like hamburger where the first two rounds he was getting his butt kicked. By the fifth round, I'm screaming, please stop it. Yeah. Please stop it because his face is like bleeding out of place. I didn't know your face See, could bleed out. the timing of UFC when you get late Saturday is like your 8 o'clock college football game is sort of winding down. Yep. And that's a really good st- – it's a good time. And that's why I'm wondering if you're giving up on your side piece. Like you only did it just to extend out sports for you when there were no sports. It was the only sport that was being played. I understand. It, it was a PGA in the UFC and that was all. But that's all we had. But college football is back and NFL football, but, so but, you got to give up. Well, but UFC is not taking away from that. Though. No, it just adds to the flavor because I can watch. 
Uh, I, I'll give up the prelims. I won't watch the first yeah, like five or seven prelim fights, but I will watch the five headline fights. Baby, when you've got Saturday Masters and then after that you've got Alabama LSU, you're not going to UFC. Oh, no, no, you're gonna you you will have exploded. You will have orgasmed all over yourself with sports. Sportsgasm. You've, you've got nothing sportsgasm. left. You've, you've got nothing left at that point. At eleven o'clock, there is no fight. I also need to know if we're going to get a, a public apology from Matt on his whole. Shoney's Denny's thing because I oh no, no, no listen listen the, the listen. votes are in let me let me <laughs> let me tell the audience and you were close no 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 again you guys are pitting Shoney's against Denny's which I was never going to do I enjoyed our Shoney's experience we had a great time that for my parents that was taking us out we went to Shoney's and loved it yes for us Denny's too. the same way I enjoy them both for very different reasons though they're not competitive in the sense that one's the buffet the other one is a you know three columns of a breakfast a lunch and a dinner they're very different i'm not going to it would be like picking between my kids i don't have to no what you did was this and i like how you tried to reshape this and do it all with all your fancy words he and your big thoughts and everything he tries to reshape the argument Such i can hear what both he did of you. is he shit on oh the french toast sticks never okay never. that's what he was doing he was shitting on the not french sure. toast and then when we proved to him that those french toast sticks Caused a lot of love in people's hearts, more there. so than anything that's on the Denny's menu. And again, I don't have a problem because Denny's is there for me at one o'clock in the morning. Let me let me say this. Different thing. Uh, if if sales is listening, Matt here for Shoney's. I will be the first guy to bring the parade <laughs> back to Shoney's. I love. Sh- There's nothing. I've never had a problem with Shoney's, and I will not let you uh, pit me against Shoney's. You'd also do Antifa. Matt here for Antifa. What's you the, need a new group of friends? <laughs> what's the rate? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. How much is the monthly? Back to the uh, college football. Do I have to second. wear a hood? Oh, well. So the other thing we're talking about in the neighborhood is trying to get Collie back out to do a college football Saturday pregame oh, concert cool. for us. Yeah, I'm coming to your city. How perfect would that be, though? Fall Saturday, late afternoon, and then before like Georgia, Alabama on that Saturday night? I get, I get a lot of crap for being rich. You've got the blow-up TV in the neighborhood. Yeah, the, the, you've, got, you've got concert... Pianist coming over. <laughs> I mean, Penis. he's playing for tips, and the hundred inch screen was a very inexpensive purchase. Thank you. Oh, you didn't prepay because I would have like in our neighborhood, Put it on we would have paid him, plans. and then we would have uh, gone for tips. Oh, I'm going to tell you the God's honest. So I saw it again on Amazon. They've gone up since more people are at home. But when I bought that thing, that thing was a song, man. That thing was super cheap. Must be nice. Must be so nice. Must be sucks to you. Massive. Oh, he used the drop on you. Hey, what are you going to do now that it's after 5 o'clock and management expects you over with Zeno? Is this bad for the podcast you're giving times? It doesn't no. matter. They're oh. all listening, all relative. Uh, hey, right now it's 5.04 in the afternoon. Matt's supposed to be on with Zeno. You're Good. assuming management's paying any attention to programming. Good reset, by the way. There we go. It's also uh, 84 degrees. <laughs> Is it? Oh, my God, that's hot. Um, no, I don't think they're paying much attention. All right, then uh, you... Well, no, you can hang for another segment. Are you guys coming on mine? We're going to do the crossover yeah. podcast? Yeah, Very but exciting. we won't curse, though. Uh, I mean, if you want to, you can curse. I, I choose to take the high road. Wait, what's your favorite curse word to use on a podcast run by Matt? Cunt. I heard it on the Braves telecast. Uh, <laughs> but that was an accident. His was his was deliberate. Where would you ever fit that term in? Like you can't. You can't. Have- yes, when somebody was was called out on a bunt, but you slammed all those words together yes. into just one word. When would you slam words together? I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. Like knee the, the, ligament. The, the fact that that is now gone. <laughs> So like as you said, the coaches came over to oh, you yeah. for like little league. Oh yeah. So you wait, you know this? No. Uh, my kids' little league football game last Saturday morning. Reset it for the audience. If so, you didn't see the six eighty tells all. So what happened? We did our tell all, and we, we were getting near the the very end of it. We're kind punchy. of punching up. We're getting yep. all a little punchy, and I'm trying to explain the, to to home team and to the rest of the audience <laughs> that karma. Bites Hoyt more than anybody else I know. That's ironic. He's been, he's passed out in his front yard. He's been bitten by a brown recluse. 
Uh, he has uh, flaming baseball. Flaming baseball. Anything weird and bad or weird happens to Hoyt. And I was trying to say that also. Take your time. He was playing softball in, and and you're pointing at it on the video screen. I can see it. And I'm trying to say knee ligament. Yay! But I then slammed those words together and not in a way that was knee. No. <laughs> to which home team's reaction was what? What? The, the what? The what? What's the name of that body part? What is that? I'm going to have to look up in a medical dictionary. <laughs> and so, so the visual is, is, as funny as it is, the visual of Home oh. Teen's face and the way he played that was so incredibly hilarious. So I get, I, I walk in to, to drop my kid off for, you know, warm-ups. Coach comes up to me, goes, yeah, I watched all the uh, 680 Tells All. I happened to watch the end over and over again. How's uh, Los's ligament? <laughs> And I went, oh boy. <laughs> I walked into the office, and my friend Brandon Joseph, the first thing he does is he, he he's laughing at me already. And I'm I'm laughing too, but I'm kind of in this, like... You have to own it. I, I know, I am. I'm walking, I'm like, listen, and I'm not I'm not trying to do the whole, like, yeah, I said it. I'm like, yeah, I, I said it. <laughs> I'm it, a it, racist, it, it, I said it. It. It, was more of, it was more of, man, I will never say those two words oh. together fast ever again. It'll always, it will now be, knee... Ligament. There are certain words that you just want to stay away from. He pointed at his knee and goes, yeah. "Bulging goes, disc." He goes, "Do I have one and you don't?" <laughs> That's what he t- and, and he just laughed and laughed. And laughed. I, I was remember like, I was like, uh, how it goes. One of our old update guys at the other's place at 790, Mitch Evans, mm-hmm. struggled with the bulging disc a couple of times. <laughs> that don't ever say those two together. Dante like, Cole Pepper became Dante Cole Pecker. That was Leo Mazzoni had that one. He had that there. I'm telling you, Mitch oh. had that over there as well. Um, Chuck's had play clock. That, and you yeah. see, you give yourself up right away when you you say it again. Right. Zeno had Confederate flags. See, that's a dangerous one, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that was during the Bubble Wallace discussion. Yeah, that's a he, scary, there are scary words, and the problem is, and this is the sad part, a slip of the tongue doing this every day is going to happen somewhere. The fact that when somebody has one, and you're going to pin them. As you know, either racist well, or well, the, the, I think the difference is though when you have one, we, everybody laughs it off, and we all okay, that was funny and everything else. It's different than when somebody gets caught in a moment where they think that they're off air and they're using oh, regular that's, language. That, yeah, that's yeah. so different. Yeah. So those two are so that's different. very different. But like tweeting something, and I don't know what you meant to write, but you wrote something different. I don't know that that's supposed to be a career ender. I don't know. There is a feeling that goes over your body, though. There was one remote you guys were doing. You were on location. Los and I were back in the old studio. And we thought we were holding down the TB button, the talk back, and talking to you guys. And I had my headphones on. And so when your mic is on, it kills all the audio in the studio. But if you have your headphones on, you just assume the mic is off. Los and I have been talking to you guys for like two minutes down the line. David Dickey comes running all the way from the sales pit. You guys are on the air. <laughs> and I look down, and that mic is blue. It's on. And all I'm thinking is, we've been on the air for two minutes. How did we not say a cuss? And we didn't. Right. Well, we that's didn't. the thing. You we start just, talking. You start taking inventory of what did we just say. And your your whole body goes oh. white, and your hands are just sweating. Well, we were just going through what our plans were, what we were doing, what right. was next, and everything. But it's that moment where you go, did I make any jokes or did I say anything? See, people I, don't know this. You guys usually work your cancer humor <laughs> off air and you guys are, are, are working on all those kind of things. And, I, and it's sad, you know, 9-11's coming. You guys like to do your, your humor there. Well, we tested for the podcast. Right. We tested on the radio right. audience. It's kind of a workshop. If it, if it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't work with that off air right. audience, it doesn't work with this one. <laughs> I understand. All right, coming up next, we have a, a great challenge that we're planning on. And, well, we'll see, uh, we'll see how it's going to end up hurting one of us in the process. That's next. Bye, Matt. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. 
and Norman's electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. The Monday after the Super Bowl, it was like we were going to broadcast from a funeral. Like it was, it was as bad as it can possibly get to come over here and do this job. Because what are you going to do? You just, you just had a horrific moment go on in that Super Bowl. Well, Brian Finneran, who had spent the day and the night and all the time over in Houston, was in a bad way. He, he'd been up for hours and hours. You could tell he was very upset. He'd been yelling at the top of his lungs for. You know, about a four-hour football game, so you could barely understand him. And all he wanted to do was share his compassion for the Falcons. He was a little bit upset, and he got no help from Steak and Sandra. Finn? What? What's going on, buddy? What's going on? I mean, the most devastating... Tell me what that building was like. Give us a little bit of of, of the flail. <laughs> it is bad, dude. You you sound terrible, Brian. Your poor thing. I don't know. Oh my god! Listen, this is of, of, <laughs> stop laughing at him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Sandra's <laughs> laughing. I'm not laughing. Even. You're I'm laughing. Not, I don't know Where'd you laugh? Where'd you stop? Where'd you laugh? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. That's typical steak. No, not because that's a typical New England fan. No, no, no we no. stop. Right. That's what that is. No, no, we're all that's in pain together. Dude, dude, right. It doesn't make anybody feel any better. That was so uncomfortably awesome. Did Finn break down right there? It sounded that way. And then Steak was laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sandra started smoking in the segment. That that's an all. Non filters. We should not have played that. That's typical steak. That we should not. Finn sounded. He was getting ready to pour his heart out. Like, does he doing that from a holding tank? What I mean, that, Finn. What? That was wow. I missed that. Finn's got his hand up against the glass and Steak just laughing. <laughs> That's awful. Man. Hey, welcome back. It's episode or chapter thirty-four of the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. All brought to you by Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. And now, responsibly, vodka. Don't tell me how to drink. Drink responsibly, Hoyt. You think Matt frowns on us after just doing that last segment with us? He's like, I come in and I, if you guys don't know, Matt does a podcast. Welcome to Matt Lana. I guess you can listen to it. But you think he, come, he comes in with all of his notes and his questions for these hard-hitting interviews that he's doing with former Atlanta greats? I'm going to go deep into this. I'm going to dig into the psyche of this athlete. And we come in with no notes, nothing prepared, and just poo for like 40 minutes every week well, that's what talent sounds like baby <laughs> no we have a I'm plan sure that's exactly what he thought damn he just walked out of here he's like damn that's what it sounds like to be talented and do a podcast i think he was upset because matt is somebody who's a, a creature of habit he requires structure and when we are doing a radio show that's how we operate we all operate like that but in this world I want very little structure. I want very loose structure because that's what makes it fun and different. It's not like I'm coming over here to do another radio show. Normally, you scribble your notes down. Like, I was worried because you don't have anything scribbled down. I was like, oh, crap. Do I need to scribble something down? No. In fact, uh, we've got, in this segment, we've got something I'm going to get into you with and then uh, really hard into you. And then in the third, we're going to bring up the, it was the top three moments of awkwardness on the radio at the time. And we've since had a couple more. But I, I had a listener ask me on Twitter it was during the time period whenever we were talking about the Georgia high school uh, coaches roundtable that mm. while we were doing those shows, and every single time they would say hosted by Chris Mooneyham, you would always play. Where's your dad at? And so somebody asked me, like, I don't get like, is that 
what kind of reference that was. And so oh, God. we'll get into the audio and we'll play the original time we did it and the whole circumstances behind it. And so you'll have the full answer of where's your dad at. There's not much audio that we have ever played that makes you cringe when you hear it for the first time and like you feel bad for somebody like i'm desensitized now but but at the time at the three time, years ago yeah you were just like you you just felt so, like you play oh, holland got stung by a bee in his neck like okay art whatever art was doing his thing buck messing with chuck on you know their college football show fine yeah, that one you really the Mooney one you really feel for because we we're just a few months away from it being the four year anniversary because he did it on signing day of 2017 and and Mooney takes himself so serious like overly well, serious too because he wants to he wants to do a good job yes, he does. In, in terms of his high school coverage and he because here's the he thing does about do Mooney a good job Mooney knows the players knows their parents gets to know the coaches. So he is part of this fabric of Georgia high school football. And so to have what had happened to him, oh, man, it's rough. It's rough for a guy who takes a lot of pride in being very good at what he does. It's the same. It's almost the cringeworthy moment of, y'all got a new football coach there with Chuck? Because Chuck takes his college football so serious. But when you step in it, yeah, I felt bad for him. It would be really bad as if it had happened with, let's say, Nick Saban and Chuck. Or, hey, her, you know, this and this. Yeah, she's in the hospital. Doesn't look like she's going to make it. Y'all got a new football, football coach there? So right? so you're doing some new stuff in the secondary. Like, that's that was kind of the nature of how big it was on stage. Well, that's the thing, too. It was on stage, on an elevated stage. At the College a- <laughs> Football Hall of Fame. With everybody's parents, everybody sitting around watching this occur. And you and you fired off, where's your dad at? So we'll, you'll hear about that in a minute. But... So we're going to do this, huh? Because I'm looking up. We're, we're going to have time to go throw a baseball around. And, and you and I got got into some stuff on Twitter last night of the Braves pitching is so bad, I wonder if I can just throw a baseball. Not because I'm looking to pitch for the Braves, but it was just kind of a, a, a curiosity of can I still throw a baseball? Yeah, because Tommy just bombed again for his third outing. And Tommy Los Malone is, was awful. Los is like, uh, maybe I can give you three innings. I was like, what about just a half inning? Like, so, what if I get you like two outs? So you want to see, you're, you're thinking if Charlie Culberson can do this, <laughs> maybe I can do it too. What? But Charlie can throw 90. Like, I can't do that anymore. So, I know I can't. I, I, unless something weird happened in the last 12 years where my shoulder healed. Again, there was a movie called The Rookie. I know, you told me about this. This can work out for you. It's kind of my hope. I, I was fantasizing about that last night what is myself. Your, what is your hope, by the way? Are you wanting to do an adult men's league? Is that basically- Yeah, I'd like to be able to throw again in a men's league. I would love that because every summer, it would be go out there, you know, seven-inning ball game, nine-inning ball game, and let me see if I can put six good innings together. And th- there was one year, the first year I was in it, I was mowing guys down because I still had really good college-level stuff. I got hurt the start of my second year, and then I basically had two more good years, but really I, I turned into a pitcher. I couldn't blow people off the plate anymore. And so it was fun. Like that that is my idea of of more fun than golf is give me a baseball, let me get on the mound. Well, because what I think people don't understand if you never if you never pitched in high school, you pitched in college, obviously. You can play golf, you can do a pickup game at the Y, playing basketball, you you can do whatever. You can play in leagues. There is something different about being a pitcher. Being on the mound, and yes, there are seven guys in the field behind you and the catcher behind the plate, basically. But but they're, they're all waiting on me. There's something different about it's me versus that because ba- you don't get that in pickup basketball or flag football or anything else. This 
as much as pitching is not an individual thing, it is an individual thing. It's you versus that guy in the box right there. You're in control of every single aspect of this. I enjoyed watching Sixto Sanchez the other night, in part because, you know, in my in my future Nashville Knights, MLB the show, like he's one of my stud pitchers. Whatever. Like I'm in 2030 and he's got another ring. To see somebody go out there and be that dominant, the entire dugout is like, please God, when is he out of the game? Because we can't touch him. There's something cool about when you can assert that kind of power over a team where they're sitting back and saying, listen, we we scored a run. Man, it was tough to score a run. But literally find that in any other sport. Like, I guess in the NBA someone can take over a game, but there's still four going on. In football, you never see that. Baseball is literally the only sport where one person, one individual can take over and carry the team the entire game. It's, it's, It's one of the greatest feelings if you have it. Now... It's also one of the loneliest places on earth. Oh, when, when things aren't going do, well? When you do not have it, and all you're doing is looking over at the dugout, uh, you want to come get my ass? Because I ain't got it right now. For everyone who wants to say LeBron James, the great ones take over in spurts. And most of them, it's like, last four minutes, this is my game. Yeah, it's, but you can't do that as a pitcher. No, but I'm saying, what's different about a pitcher, it's, this is the first batter, I got 27 outs, y'all ain't doing anything all day long. And, that, and that's, that's on you. You get to dominate the entirety of the deal. And... When it goes the other way, like I was joking around about this. So my very first pitch in college got hit for a grand slam. Nice. You're like Joey Devine. It flew. It, it Oh, my God. It was it was hammered. And I knew I shouldn't have thrown that pitch, but I did. But then as I got better, got into more games, stuff, especially my senior year. My senior year, I think my last two starts, this is braggadocia, but I had a no-hitter and a shutout because I was, I was on it. Like I, I was just – I was feeling it at that point. Those two games were the ones in college where I'm like, all right, that made the Grand Slam on the first pitch that much more worth it because you realize how much better you get as a pitcher. And that's there's something cool about being able to go out there and, and all your teammates are like, we got we got the win today because he's on the mound. So I just want to see if I can just throw a little bit. Yeah, I never got that. So we're going to go out here in the battery on the turf. Yeah, after we're done with the podcast. We're I'm going to strap it on and do you catch you up. Isn't that how you say it? You're going to strap it on. Why are you thrusting your hips like in a very sexual manner while you do this? Because you, you got to get in your crouch, Los, when you're strapping are you, on the are you getting, are you getting warmed How are you up and taking loose? this? Yes. How are you taking this? Very creepy. Did you ever catch? Uh, I did one fall. It's, it's, it's awful. Worst. It's awful. It's the worst. I was the youngest player on the team and my dad flat out told me there's only one way you're going to get in the lineup. It's like nobody else wants to catch. You have to catch. And so I strapped it on, and for so you eight, just said it, and for <laughs> eight, and for eight games, whatever it was that fall season, I got beaten up, but I got some, I my bat stayed in the lineup. And this I was, was in Texas, by the way. I was a ten year old playing in an 11, 12 year old fall league, and I was the catcher. I just I and got it, beaten up for the whole time. And it's one ten with the gear on. No, this was it's fall evenings. Oh, okay. So it was okay. like nine. It was like ninety two. Oh, good. It's San Antonio. It's How nice. The, the devil's asshole. Like it's it's hot every day. <laughs> You ain't known heat until you're like, oh, look, we've had 70 straight days of 100 plus degrees. So how many pitches do you think you're going to throw today? You're just going to we do a little long toss? You want me to go down to, uh, I don't know. I think I want to. Antico? You want me to go that far? Warm up and let me see if I can throw like 20. And all I want to do is throw like some, a fastball, a curve, and maybe a changeup. No no hard slider or anything yet. I'm going to make you break a couple off though. Okay. We can do that. Because I want to see that thing. All right. Coming up next, we set up the Mooney Cat. No, I thought we were going to go throw. Are we not throwing? It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. 
Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. In this case, it sounds like he's trying to like re-swallow it. It didn't work out. So this summer in our book, I think I'm going to stick on six and just move the vig back and forth. And it is, it's, it's right down the middle. I mean, it's a Phil Mickelson straight down the middle drive. Uh, we're getting two-way action on this game. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good news for you guys, I guess, is... is uh... What was that? Wow. That was awesome. Can I get that again? So this summer in our book, I think I'm going to stick on six and just move the vig back and forth. And it is, it's, it's right down the middle. I mean, it's a Phil Mickelson straight down the middle drive. Uh, we're getting two-way action on this game. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good news for you guys, I guess. Is, is, there was uh, some Kung Pao there. Something happened from the night before that just, it surfaced when he least, one more time, when he least expected it. So this summer in our book, I think I'm going to stick on six and just move the vig back and forth. And it is, it's, it's right down the middle. I mean, it's a Phil Mickelson straight down the middle drive. Uh, we're getting two-way action on this game. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's just filthy. Is he rooting through the mud looking for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's the Audio Fun Bag Podcast, episode 34 and chapter 34. Which one is it? Episode? Volume. We, we, we normally go by what's what sounds volume like volume part thirty four chapter dun 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 dun. At a certain point, then you're like, I'm just reading a, a book that doesn't have a lot to it. All brought to you by Norman's Electronics and Responsibly Vodka. So you seen that label, by the way? That's a clean bottle. It's really cool, actually. Looking, you have. I think now here's the thing. I think you have the older one. I have the newer one. That oh, they changed it. Yes, it it pretty much now looks like I have like a, the the uh, composite version of Walter White on the bottle. That's what it kind of looks like. <laughs> Liquid meth. I'm just like, oh, look. Responsibly vodka. It's Walter White. Into your veins. So we kind of set this up. Yeah, here's, the, this here's, is the Mooney Cat. And what was the other one? There was one other thing you were talking about. There's, there's two other things that are on here. Uh, the other one is our example of when Chuck stepped in it as far as the new football coach and also the Gene Garber. That that are all part of this to show. Oh no! Here are our best ones that have been the most embarrassing, but it all features Mooney Cat, and it starts right here. When stepping in it goes wrong. I don't know if we've ever played a more awkward piece of audio. So let's rethink it and not do it with the audio fun bag. It got management approval. It's still time though. There is some time, but I, I want to highlight what, in my opinion, and, and Hoyt and I discussed this before. What we thought were other contenders for the most awkward piece of audio that we've had on this segment. The first one featured, was it Steve Penley, the local the artist? Yeah, the artist. Yeah, so you know, he did all the work over at the College Football Hall of Fame. He was with the front row. They had had some off-air discussions with Stake, and Stake brought up something that immediately halted conversation. I never thought in a million years I would make this much money, and I never thought in a million years I would make this much money and still be broke. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you going through a divorce or something? Oh. Oh. Is that why? Oh. You said to bring it up, so oh, you know. no, I didn't. Hey, I have a my wife's girlfriend's got a huge crush on you. By the way, do you know that? <laughs> oh man, you said to bring it up. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. You're broke because you're going through a divorce, right? <laughs> That's so, gonna be difficult. How much did you get to see the kids? <laughs> so that. Was was pretty high up there. I've had, as far I've as had all of us have had ten things worse than that. Well, all of us. You have the yes. contender. You have the contender because here's the piece of audio where we had someone who covered Missouri football 
And Chuck attempts to ask you, start off the interview asking him a question about the team, and the person prefaced it by what had gone on in their personal life. We're going to talk a little Cardinals now from 24-7 Sports, their network of site. It, uh, we're joined now by Mike Hughes. Mike, welcome to the program. How you doing, man? Well, I tell you, I've been kind of running around today and busy. I, I've been trying to catch up on my work. Uh, my grandfather passed away a few days ago, and uh, we laid him to rest yesterday. Y'all got a new football coach there, is that right? Uh, somebody in the secondary? That's correct. He, uh, he, he also served... Uh, the most heartless interviewer in the history of radio. The guy just said, I haven't paid attention to much. Grandpa, who I love dearly, is gone. Y'all got a new football coach there, is Chuck that right? Was, he was going to put his head down and he was going to go bust through that line. He was not going to be stopped by that guy's life tragedy. I had some questions written down in advance. You are the champion. I of- didn't have anything else prepared other than like these six questions. One of them wasn't, get a good deal at the funeral home? Well, you do work in radio. You know titanium? On the fly, maybe you say, hey, I'm really sorry about that. That's, that's- Now let's talk secondary. Uh, somebody in the secondary <laughs> you didn't have compassion highlighted no. on your sheet or empathy so you're saying something can rival that i think something does Uh oh so this comes from we actually were streaming this our our station uh during signing day over at the college football hall of fame look at hoyt he looks so uncomfortable about this there were and there were media members in and out of that building the entire time and so it was like a rotational basis where different people would come in from you know the local tv stations uh, and they would get a chance to just ask some of these kids questions, and it would all be recorded, and it would you know, get out there into the public. Well, one particular person uh, who had signed with a university, and we have beeped out that university and this person's name. That's a good approach. That's really good. We did not know. The person who asked the question definitely did not know, but this person had lost their father years before. Mm. And this was the question that was posed to him because apparently um, their father had, had also been a, a – football player of some esteem my name is and i'm committed to university where's your dad at oh uh <laughs> you're a legacy kid let's yeah. go ahead and let me get that out of the way he didn't know i heard he apologized like like a couple minutes after when he found out Hoyt was right we shouldn't have played that. So wait, so hold on though. Let me just let me digest this for a moment. You don't. Would, I'll tell you what the most uncomfortable part of the whole clip was: the nervous laughter, the both nervous laughters. The kid, which I understand because he's in an uncomfortable spot. And who was the interviewer there? Oh no, this was somebody else. Because remember, there was like a handful of people that all have microphones and they're rotating around okay. the question. Somebody else on a microphone just kind of did a nervous laugh of like, oh, oh, oh no. Right. Let me hear the nervous laugh again. Oh, wait, hit the button. No, do it. Hit the hit the button. Hit the button. Do it. My name is and I'm committed to university. Where's your dad at? Mm. Oh, uh <laughs> You're a legacy kid. Let's yeah. go ahead and let me get that out of the way. Please. Oh, Chuck, you might be off the hook. I don't know. Ask Gene Garber what the stadium wasn't named after him. Yeah, for those who don't know, we had Gene Garber on the former Brave years ago. <laughs> Gene, you had like 150 major league saves. You're the only major leaguer from your college. Why don't they name the field after you? 
Wait, do we have Gene Garber's response to why the field wasn't named after him? On All right, the... last thing from me, uh, I'm reading your bio. It says you're a 69 graduate of Elizabethtown College. Don't play it. Now, the baseball field there is named after a guy who played first base for the Blue Jays for two years. You got 20 years in the bigs, and they don't name it after you? Uh, is named after a, a young man that played there, and he died of cancer. Okay. Gene, thank you for joining us. Gene, we appreciate it. Good. Thank you. Gene, way to go, Chuck. Uh-huh. Y'all got a new football coach there, is that right? <laughs> Somebody in the secondary. You just don't know sometimes. All right. It's when you step in a huge hole. So you just good, don't know it's there. Chuck, the good news is you're still in the top two of the three most uncomfortable moments, and now you have a third joining you. Yeah, so that's pretty embarrassing. That's a, that's a tough one, pal. And I think Mooney has told the story on air that he told Chuck one day when they were walking out of the parking lot, he's like, Hoyt's eventually going to get tired of playing that drop, right? And Chuck told him, he goes, he will never get tired of playing that Chuck, Chuck had to explain to Mooney, we were leaving, uh, it, was a, it was a bar restaurant right down the street uh, from our old building, and Mooney makes the point about how, well, I, I think he'll get tired of it eventually. Chuck turned and looked at him and goes, he has stuff of me from 2005. He's like, Michael Turner will never play here. He's like, he will never, ever get tired of Where's your dad at? The one thing you can do, though, is you can... Im- you Look, you can either frown upon it or you can embrace you it. You embrace it. Wear it as a badge of honor. I got in the fun bag. I did I did maybe one of the most uncomfortable things ever done on 680s Airwaves. Congratulations. That is a badge of honor. You win. <laughs> yes. That's the idea. It's, n- it's not a bad thing to win a fun bag. No. Like, I'm going to win the, the next fun bag, for I think, for sure. With your... Yeah. Yeah. I should. Your There's knee a, and, fi- and finally... We've been doing this bit for like six or seven years, and I finally get a W in my own bit. That's cool. Like, I like that. I'm celebrating that. All right, take us out. Get on the boat. See what I did there, the boat thing? Inside. Here. But no, no, yet. Yeah.